What's going on, drinking buddies? You know what time it is. Time for a brand new podcast. Hope everyone's quarantine or relaxing of social distancing is going as well as humanly possible. Hope everyone's fucking staying safe. Doing their best not to get sick. Us here in LA, we're looking at another three months probably. So it's kind of crazy. A lot more remote shows for me. Um, hope everyone's been enjoying the remote shows. You know, I've been getting some guests that I wouldn't normally have on. And I appreciate you guys sticking with me with a little bit of the change of the format. Anywho, on with the ads. Everyone's favorite part. This week is brought to you by the video versions of a Now We Drink. The video versions are available on Vimeo, on demand, for 99 cents an episode, or $6.99 a month will get you all 53 video episodes streaming. Unlimited. It supports me directly, and I need the fucking money. So hook a brother up. Go to www.anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is www.anwd.net slash videos to support the channel, check out the video versions, see all the fucking funny facial expressions and other silliness that happens. It's a lot of fucking fun. Check it out today. We are also brought to you by me playing video games on Twitch. That's right. I'm a Twitch streamer now. So if you want to watch one of my various streams throughout the week, go to www.twitch.tv slash Slayer. I'm streaming stuff all week. And if you have Amazon Prime, do me a huge solid. Spend the five minutes to sign up for your free Twitch Prime account and throw me your free subscription. It costs you nothing but a few minutes a month. And once again, puts money in my pocket. God, I hate it. Like, I sound like I'm begging for money, but I kind of am. So let's just face the facts. Production's down. Works a little slow. Anything you can do to help, we fucking appreciate it. Much love, drinking buddies. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that's essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please as features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. You can't beat it. Art, vinyl, cocktail recipe, and Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record in the Month Clubs of old. It's month to month, no strings attached. Don't like your vinyl? They'll get you something else. It's fucking awesome. So go to www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD to sign up for your fucking awesome vinyl collection. My guest this week is my dear friend, Gotha Charlotte Sart. We talk about all sorts of shit. We talk about missing travel, Rick and Morty, her love of animals, whole thing about leeches, Charlotte wanting to meet O.J. Simpson. It was a lot of fun. I know this is another short one. Charlotte had a heart out. We'll have her on again soon. So in the meantime, sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking, buddies. Gonna break out the bottle with my friends I'm the 
recording. Yay, we're on. Yay, we're on the internet. Charlotte, what the fuck's going on? How you been, homie? I was about to ask you the same thing. I've been good. Just um, uh, isolating, social distancing, and uh, working from home, petting a lot of cats, playing video games. Same old, same old. Nice, nice. How are you and Lance doing? Yeah, I know quarantine can be a little rough on couples potentially yeah so we're, we're pretty good like um you know i'm kind of like a cunt like when we're working together if i'm like oh this like camera angle is wrong i like i turn into like instantly a bitch but he's like very patient with me and very sweet and then when we finish whatever we have to do we're like yeah we did it <laughs> it's good you're just demanding about your art there's nothing wrong with that yeah, I'm like too much of a, for somebody who's like not that great at like filming and like I just bought a, a camera last year and I'm still like uh, every day I'm like learning new settings on it. So like I don't really know what I'm doing. And for somebody who like doesn't know what they're doing, I'm like pretty like demanding and specific about how I want things to look, <laughs> even though I can't control it. Well, you know, you're like, I'm, it doesn't line up to what I see in my head. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's like when uh, you know you're trying to draw a picture, and you're like, why is this not like? <laughs> I'm like imagining like a circle in my head, and it's coming out like a triangle. God damn it, Lance! Move your <laughs> hips. Exactly. <laughs> I can't see the penetration. Right. We can, I can't see the penetration anyway because like I can't see the monitor. I don't see things too bit far away, so I'm like. Like I think that's good. It's like kind of blurry. Uh... Yeah, he's like, babe, how does that look? I'm like, oh, it's really blurry. And he's like, no, it's in focus. I'm like, yeah, but I can't, I can't see anything. As a fellow blind person, I totally get that. Right, and contacts just don't cut it. Like half the time, I don't even wear them when I shoot because, like, I can't see that much better. See, I can't even get them in my fucking eyes. So. Yeah, it's it's too much. And then if you're getting like cum in your eyes and stuff, it makes the contact stick, and it's like uncomfortable. It's just not a good time. I can imagine, like, the fear of getting, like, cum in between the contact in your eye and, oh. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It's horrible. Come, pee, spit, anything. It's, like, and then it burns and then it acts as, like, some adhesive. Um, Sometimes, I don't know how to explain it, but it makes, like, your eye not moist. So the contact sticks to it. It's gross. Well, I mean, with semen, I, I know why it makes your eyes red is because, Swimmers don't differentiate between mucous membranes. They're like, that's the mucous membrane that I'm supposed to go in and swim into your eyes. And that's why they all get irritated. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. No wonder it burns so bad. Right. So it probably swells your eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm, it and does. the contacts don't, like, don't fit right. That's probably. Uh, makes sense. Makes sense. We're breaking down the science of coming in the eye with contacts. Look at that. We're an educational show. I've, I'm learning so much already. This has been like an educational um quarantine filled with like knowledge and learning new skills learning new things what else have you been learning Mm. um i'm trying to learn how to make music and um i'll show you stuff like when i have it finished but um i downloaded like uh ableton and logic and stuff and doing doing things are you gonna be the next edm dj (laughs) <laughs> no, I want to um, make like the next like Plantasia, but 
for spiders and other arthropods. Really? If, like people criticize it. It's like, well, it's like it's not intended for human ears. It's intended for creatures that don't have ears and can only feel vibrations. So um, the criticism is invalid. So it's really bassy. <laughs> I get it's like bassy. It's, like I don't know. it's there to vibrate webs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird if you developed a tone that like convinced the spider that like something was in its web, but it wasn't. It's like, where's my food? That would be so diabolical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's really fucked up because, like, there's so many cool animals that don't have ears. Like, spiders don't have ears in the sense they hear things. Snakes don't. Like, they can sense stuff and feel vibrations. But with their tongue, um, right? Yeah, and they have, like, little pits in the side of their head, I think. Or maybe that's lizards. I don't know. Um, But anyway, when I was like, uh, I was. I got a snake like a few months ago and um, I've got him in the passenger seat and like I'm driving. Um, it was like a 30 minute drive. So I'm like trying to figure out what music he wants to listen to. I'm like, Oh, I hope he likes Luther Vandross. I don't know. Cause that's what we're listening to buddy. But um, he can't hear anything. I think that's fucked up. Cause like, um, you know, I like Luther Vandross. Like my snake should be able to also vibe to Luther with me. Maybe you can invent, because, um, you know, they have those implants for deaf humans where they, like, plug it into their head and they, they translate the vibration like the ears do. Maybe you can make an artificial one for snakes. That would be really nice. It'd be really nice, but it might freak the fuck out of a snake. Mm-hmm. Like, why is my brain translating sound? And I, who knows if their brain can actually, because, you know, if it's a physical malfunction in the ear, the brain is still set up to translate sound in signals from sound into what we perceive as sound. Who knows if snakes' yeah. brains are actually set up like that. Yeah, I might not be able to perceive it, or it, it at least would, like, bother the heck out of it. Like, you know, those videos where, like, people get, like, hearing aids for the first time, and then they hear stuff and they start crying. Like, how can a snake cry? Yeah, yeah. I don't these know. Are, these are life's big questions. They are life's big questions. It's like, what would a snake do with sound? Hmm. Like, would it be freaked out? Like, would a snake start running away from a mouse because it hears the mouse like scurrying around? Maybe there's a good reason they can't um, process sound. Like, maybe um, they'd be too smart and they would just make like really sick like albums. Like, they'd top like all the charts. Like, humans like wouldn't make any money in music with all these snakes. Snake jazz. Yeah, they would take over the economy. Have you watched Rick and Morty recently? Yeah, of course. <laughs> snake jazz. Mm. I I started the whole episode of the snake planet. It's like hard to get me to laugh from TV. Like I started crying over the dumbest shit. Like the part where the snakes are like drawing on the blackboard and then it's just S's. It was with my husband and I was like crying laughing. Why is it so funny? He's drawing S. Like it appealed to like my um my primal lizard brain, like somewhere deep back here. They do that show so fucking well. Like just it's all really, the, it's really funny. I like it. I don't care how much like people make fun of it. I love it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who the fuck makes fun of Rick and Morty? Who, who makes I don't fun? Know, people who are rude and suck. Does the jokes just go over their head? Like what the fuck? I, I guess like turning yourself into a pickle is not funny. I think it's pretty funny. 
okay. I mean, the symbolism in Pickle Rick is, I, I feel like that episode was a little overhyped. I enjoyed it, but it's not like my favorite season three episode. Right. It's just like, it's an easy thing to pick apart. Yeah. I mean, but it's the whole point of it is he does something so absolutely ridiculous just to avoid to go to therapy. Yeah. I've done ridiculous things too. Right. That that's the symbolism of it. Not the literal, he turned himself into a pickle. That's not the, why people, why? One time um, I was going into therapy and um, I found this dead bird outside of um, the therapist's office. And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to be late for my appointment. I should rush in. But I wanted the bird to like do stuff with. So I picked it up and put it in my pocket. And then um, the therapist is like, oh, hey, are you lost? My door's here. So I'm pretty sure she saw me like picking the dead bird up and putting it in my pocket and like keeping it in my pocket for like the duration of uh, the the session. And neither of us brought it up or said anything about it. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't present it to her like you're a cat. Right, right. It's like, like I didn't. Br- I brought this for you. Yeah, like what what happens outside of therapy? We don't we don't talk about. Just pretend you didn't see that. Yeah, like eh, you're a person. I'm a person. I'm not your patient at the moment. We don't right, need to like address. Like if I saw you at the grocery store, and you were my therapist, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, like I really feel some type of way about this broccoli. Can you psychoanalyze me or whatever?" And like, um, here's a check. I would, if you see me like picking up a dead bird outside of your office and putting it in my pocket, like don't, don't say anything about it. Don't charge me for it. Definitely. Definitely. And right. note to Charlotte's fans. If you see Charlotte in public, don't just start masturbating. Don't do it. No, don't, don't yell at me. Um, don't ask me what's in my pockets. It's probably like a dead bird or a lizard or something. <laughs> so you should have an attack lizard in your pocket. So if they do ask, just get them lizard. I wish. I miss having the suits so much. What is in your menagerie these days? What isn't? Well, right now... Obviously lizards. Uh, yeah, I have four cats. I have six tarantulas, one scorpion, um, one ball python, and um, I have a leech on the way. And um, I'm thinking of acquiring some tailless whip scorpions. Just one, Just one leech? Just one for now, just to start, and then um, I'll see. I'll see how I do. I don't want to get like overwhelmed with like leech keeping, but do you have to feed leeches your own blood? You don't have to, but I will. Well, I I didn't think you were going to sacrifice someone else's blood to the leech. No, and it's like I don't want to go to the grocery store and like try to find like a butcher that like sells blood in like tubs or like buy like beef liver or whatever because like i don't really like liver like why would i i mean like the exception to that is like i have to buy like mealworms for like my spiders and stuff and like rats and mice for the snake like i don't eat those but it's like why feeding like a leech from yourself is like the cheapest and most efficient way to like take care of your pet so like why not do that well and I feel like the leech would appreciate fresh blood much more than like, you know, dead cow's blood. Yeah, of course. And like, it's warm, like, you know, they can attach um, to stuff. It's a lot more hygienic. Cause like, if you put 
um, you know, a piece of beef liver like in the enclosure um, with the leech, like whatever um, tank or jar of water you have it in, it makes the water really messy. Then you got to clean the water and it's like a whole thing. I'd rather just take the leech out, like put it on me. And then when it's done, it like unlatches and then I put it back. Does it eventually unlatch or? Yeah. When they're done, like cause if you try to pull it off, the jaws can get like stuck in your skin because they Oof. have three jaws. It's like, like predator, but like one more. And then, so it like, um, they have like razor sharp teeth on like each jaw and then they make like a really cool looking, um, like Y shaped incision. And then they, um, have like an anesthetic, um, or analgesic, I don't know, some numbing agent. And then they like suck the blood. And then when they're done, they, they let go. The one I'm getting, it only needs to eat like every three to six months. Nice. Only three to six months, really? Yeah, I guess um, maybe their metabolism is super slow. I don't think they're super active. They don't really do much. So it's not like they're um, burning that many calories, like leeching around. Yeah, but I, I'm sorry. I just always think the leeches like from movies where it's just like, oh, if you go through the swamp, you're just covered in leeches. Yeah, but think about like how much, how often do people like walk through that section of the swamp? Probably like every few months or something. Yeah, but don't they feed on other animals too? Yeah, but maybe there's not enough for them to like get their fill. Do leeches like latch onto like reptile shit like that? I think they latch onto just about anything. Hmm. Anything they can. There's like certain like um leeches in um the sea, I think. They latch onto like leucus mucus membranes. Um like eyeballs, like gills and that kind of thing. And then um, uh, leeches that live in like swamps and shit. I think they, they latch onto like the skin and uh, that kind of thing. That's crazy. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm still learning a lot about them. Like, I don't know if any of the information I've talked about is like false or if I'm misinformed. So if anyone listening, um, thinks I'm being like a disinformation agent about leeches. I, I apologize. I'm just. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. You're not the mainstream media of leeches. Charlotte. I'm I would shocked. Like <laughs> Post porn. Charlotte's just like, mm, leeches. Just don't, that's what I do. <laughs> that would be really nice. So is it illegal to involve your leeches in a scene? I'm sure it would be because, um, even if there's no blood shown. Well, I think it, they fall under the realm of animals. Like, same reason you can't use, like, bugs and stuff. It's, like, technically an animal. Plus, I wouldn't want to, like, exploit, like, a leech for, like, that. Like, um, I, I put weird shit on my OnlyFans. Like, um, like um, uh, I have, like, a hook suspension video on there, and that's not, like, really porn. And uh, like, I'm sure someone's jerking off to it, though. Yeah, I put, like, uh, non-porn things on there sometimes just to, like, show aspects of, like, my personal life. So maybe I'll also as, like, a way to, like, not gross people out. Like, hey, if you do want to see this leech drinking my blood, like, come to my OnlyFans. I'm sure you will get a ton of new subscribers doing that shit because I'm (laughs) pretty sure you're the only person making that content. Maybe. I mean, you never know how many like freaks are out there. I'm in like a lot of weird 
entomology groups on Facebook. And like the past like week or two weeks or so, like every time I go on there, like I see like another person who's like, here are my leeches, here's my leech eating me. Maybe I'm just on the weird part of Facebook all the time. <laughs> well, I'm sure but, it's on Facebook, but I think you'll be the only person doing OnlyFans content with it. Oh, true. Maybe. You shouldn't tell people it's on Facebook. Because otherwise, they're going to go get the free source on Facebook yeah. instead of coming to your OnlyFans. What the fuck? Well, they're in private, in private groups. You have to be like a super nerd to get into these. Mm. Now you just send people on, down a quest to find it. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll find that hidden group. I'll find that shit. Where, where can I watch women being sucked on by leeches? Because that's got to be <laughs> someone's fetish. Someone's got to be into it. Well, you know, now, come to think of it, I haven't really seen many or if any i can think of um videos of like uh women doing leech feeding it's a lot of dudes and then uh women like i see pictures of them like with their leeches and stuff like oh here's me holding my leech but i haven't seen like the bloody stuff maybe the women are smart and put it behind a paywall one would hope one would hope the men are just being exhibitionists as we do as we're like (laughs) And Jesus Christ, scrolling through my Twitter right now, I've seen so many more penises from friends on my timeline than any other. Like, it's just like, dick, 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 dick. it's just male oh talent. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so many. Come on, man. I'm literally seeing your penis more than my own. I'm, <laughs> I'm not down with it. I'm about that stuff because I have a lot of friends um, who aren't in porn and like who follow my. Twitter and so I try to be I try not to post like too much like if it's like a cool scene I'll retweet it but like um like if I'm posting my butthole I try to have something in it so you're just not seeing like big open keep you're just like there's a nice little heart there yeah there's like a there's a hand in there um so I try to you know block what I what I can to not offend man you should just go for the safe for work like friends route and the not safe for work you know porn fan route right oh my gosh yeah every time um a friend of mine like in another business is like oh yeah i have you on twitter i'm like i am so sorry <laughs> for whatever you may have seen like it's a business it's my job exactly exactly that's always like bum kind of weirds me out when like professional contacts find my twitter it's like um shit i mean and my <laughs> And like mine's not pornographic except for when I retweet friends and shit like that. But it's like, mm-hmm. um, I do say some wild shit sometimes. Yeah, but you can't you can't take stuff like people say on Twitter seriously. Like everyone's just like joking around and being like the most horrible version of themselves because it's like funny. I agree. Unfortunately, the rest of the world does not. <laughs> Seeing as people like James Gunn were fucking canceled, what ten years after he tweeted some horrible shit. Oh, that's terrible. And the fucked up part about it is like, for fuck's sake, the guy wrote Tromeo and Juliet. You know what kind of sense of humor the guy has. Like, there have never been any pedophilia accusations, anything of any wrongdoing from him whatsoever. They were just tasteless fucking jokes. Right. I had somebody get mad at me because I was following OJ Simpson on Twitter. And it's like, it doesn't agree mean like I agree with like what he may or may not have done. I just think his tweets are like funny. Yeah, he said some wild shit. Yeah, he said some funny shit, and then he always like makes videos like, "Hey, Twitter world, here's what's going on in fantasy football today." 
also, I'm going to go get my haircut at Sport Clips. Like, I think that's cool. I want to know, like, where he's getting his haircut. It's, like, relevant to my interests. Especially because he's in Vegas, and you probably don't want to be there being a white woman. But I'm blonde. Right. Well, I'm not blonde, but... Um, you also I'm didn't to, cheat on him, I'm, so... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what golf course he golfs at. I kind of want to meet him, because he seems like like a chill person. Um but yeah, like OJ with like sharp instruments, like I think it's just, it's just wise to like stay away from that part of yeah. time. Yeah, probably probably fairly smart. I mean, at the end of the day, and the, that also shows something that's fucked up about the American idea of criminal justice on a serious note. It's like mm-hmm. technically the dude paid his debt to society. He did his time. He got out. Yeah. Well, the the funny thing is like he did his time for like a completely unrelated thing. It was like, he stole his own merchandise. At gunpoint. Uh, yeah. The criminal justice system found him innocent of murder. And it's like, okay, I mean, like he, if you, he lost the, believes in like, only, a fair, like trial. No, um, and he lost the fuck out of the civil case. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, he probably did it, but yeah, I give him a break, but it's so funny because, um, People are so angry at OJ for like allegedly murdering somebody, and then uh, and he wasn't convicted of that. And then you have like the dude uh, from Burzum, Varg Vikernes, who legitimately stabbed Euronymous to death, went to jail for that, was convicted, and then he gets out, does his time. People don't care about the murder at all they're just mad that he's like a nazi racist on youtube yeah i'm kind of not thrilled about both yeah like both are terrible but it's like if you're gonna like condemn one person for like a murder like condemn everybody for murder like treat everybody you know at an equal level well and it's all circumstantial too like some murders are justified some murders are a little more justified not saying Either murder is justified in this situation, mm-hmm. but you got to look at the surroundings. You can't just be like, oh, that dude's a murderer. Well, was that person convicted of murder? Like, and they were actually defending themselves and the law just didn't go their way. Like, yeah, was it self defense? Are you like protecting like a loved one? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, did you just do something fucking stupid? Like, mm-hmm. That, that's there's all levels all. to it. Right, there's levels to almost everything. And that's, I think, all, all in all, the problem with society in general is there's just no fucking nuance. They just hear the big words, they see the bold print, and that's yeah, what they go off of. Everything is, is black and white, but then, like, you can pick and choose who you apply those parameters to. 100%. 100%. It's... And also, just in, like... For real, I'm sure most people, it has no impact unless it's like, oh, I can relate to this somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, a black metal singer stabbing another black metal, you know, musician to death. So I'm like, can't really relate to that. Oh, they're both bad people because they're into black metal. Mm-hmm. So they probably don't care. It's like, oh, rich black man stabs his ex-wife to death, allegedly stabs his ex-wife to death. Like, outrage. Yeah, and then, like, the media sensationalized it for sure. Yeah. So everyone felt, like, um, like intimately connected to it, even though, like, it had nothing to do with them. Yeah, absolutely nothing. And there's a... 
hilarious Chris Rock bit. It was either Rock or Chappelle from back in the day where they're like, I don't think he should have, you know, you shouldn't do it, but I understand why. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, this is becoming like a regular segment on the show where I just butcher old comics bits that are relevant to what we're talking about. Just, uh, I really got to remember this shit like accurately before I spout it off. But how can you, like, I have no idea what we're going to talk about before we get into it. So it's like, how do I research what, what points we're going to make, you know? <laughs> True. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, I ne- the, that's the fun of it. Oh, 100%. I'm just saying I need to go back and actually watch old Chris Rock and Chappelle bits and remember them accurately. You've got all the time in the world now. I Don't do. Worry. I do. I'm still being what a lazy what piece of shit. What have you been doing? Well, I've been wearing this bathrobe quite a bit. I love bathrobes. I saw this tweet the other day that's like, oh, I don't trust people who wear bathrobes. And it's like, I am the person who like, I walk like down the street to get the mail, like in my like cheetah print bathrobe and like fuzzy slippers. And like, it's 3 p.m. Yes. I'm still wearing a bathrobe. Yes. Do I give a fuck? No. What kind of motherfucker does, what kind of motherfucker doesn't trust someone in a bathrobe? Somebody who's not comfortable. Like, I hope you unfriended that person. Oh yeah. I, in, in my heart, I did. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. No, I don't. I don't need people judging like me wanting to be comfortable in my own home or on my own street getting the mail. And um, yeah, this is a life choice I've made that I'm uh, I'm happy with. And I don't need uh, judgment passed upon me. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I've put on a shirt maybe four times in the last month. Oh, that's awesome. You're so lucky you don't have to like put on makeup for stuff because I, I see all these tweets the girls are like oh i haven't worn makeup in weeks and i'm like oh fuck you i still have to make porn <laughs> right like are you not <laughs> well like other people I, i'm assuming those are other people that are not in porn because everyone yeah everyone in porn's like uh, i'm still making content here yeah like uh and thank god for only fans i mean i honestly feel like 2020 is going to be the the COVID virus is probably going to be the the last nail for major productions. Yeah. Well, that's how it's been going for a while. I believe, Um, you know, people, there's something really image intimate about like amateur homemade productions. And I think people um, are more aware of, Oh, when so-and-so shoots a scene for this big company, they get paid one time. Whereas if I, subscribe to their page like i'm supporting them directly and like they have complete control over like the content they produce and they're getting like recurring payments from it i think people um like to individually support like performers now more than ever and also the performers are like well fuck like why would i go work on set like other than like marketing purposes putting my name out there but like if you can make just as much if not more money like on the couch at home like why wouldn't you one well, the thing is as more and more big productions shut down don't have budgets to do major productions i have a feeling you're going to see more you're going to see higher quality only fans content you're going to have people oh, totally people dragging those shooters and like the crew that would normally be on a set with you like over to your house to fucking do only fans content oh totally totally like i'm making enough for my only fans yeah i can pay your day rate fucking actually shoot this shit yeah that's awesome i've really learned um 
with this quarantine and um i've been doing some uh shoots like uh basically like I'm, i'll shoot like a scene or something and then a company will essentially like buy the rights to it from me so i'm like um like solos and then like stuff with my husband like we're like producing directing performing like pa like all this shit and um it takes like so much longer um it like it really is like like no wonder like you'd be sitting around on set sometimes and it takes like seven hours before like the cameras start rolling because people um it takes a long time to set up stuff and also like everybody there is so essential like it just once you're going it just saves so much time like to be able to have somebody to like move a light or like a camera like instantly and um like get those close-up shots that like you can't really get to by yourself it was so frustrating yesterday because i'm like i need to see bubble penetration and then it's like you can't i can't move the camera like into my bubble like as much as i would like it's really frustrating yeah you would have to like angle it and like mount the camera somewhere yeah. above you and yeah but like hiring a crew to come to my house and like help me film like my butthole film um that would be really helpful one day when we're allowed to have mm-hmm. human contact again oh my gosh yeah this this um lockdown s- stuff is crazy i heard like from one person that there's some companies that like aren't going to resume shooting until like july I would, at this point, I think July would be hopeful. Like, I don't think we're getting out by yeah. July. Yeah, and then I heard, um, I think FSC, they're not lifting the production hold until every state in America um, lifts their stay-at-home orders as well. Well, that's going to be interesting because like places like Florida are reducing them already, and but they saw a fucking I guess we, spike. I guess everyone... Yeah, I guess everyone just waits until, like, the last state, like, lifts the hold. But I, I feel like there's going to be some holds that are lifted, and then there's a spike in cases. So, like, they get placed under hold again. Florida already fucking proved that shit this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to reopen the beaches. Oh, man, we spiked over the weekend. You fucking dummies. Floridians. Why? 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 Like. Or I just um, saw an article this morning that like LAPD, I guess over the weekend, busted a hundred person rooftop party in like in LA. Oh my gosh, that's so irresponsible. I don't know. I at first when this isolation stuff started, um, I was like kind of panicking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't like run these errands. Like I can't get my hair done. Like I can't see my friends and stuff. But now I'm kind of like I've settled into it. I'm like, okay, I can wake up at noon every day and um, I can play like video games as much as I want and like hang out at home. And like, I'm still like getting work done. It's just like at three in the morning. Um, But uh, I kind of like it. And then uh, I like that it's like uh, frowned upon to like be in other people's personal space because. Normally, if I'm, like, running errands by myself, like, Walgreens, grocery store, whatever, uh, people will get, like, really close to me and, like, try to have conversations with me. And it's, like, I don't want that. But now, like, I, I got the mask on. Like, 
um, if people have to stay like six feet away, like I don't have to talk to anybody. Everyone's like terrified of each other. It's great. <laughs> it's totally chaotic. I know. It's. Uh, I just miss my friends. I miss my friends. I miss sex. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm quarantined with my male roommate. Like, well, coolsies. Yeah, you guys can't really have sex with each other. You're not on that level. No, no. Nah, I don't think we're getting there. We've been quarantined long enough. (laughs) No, no. I'm like, I miss gangbangs and stuff. Well. Because you don't have to, I don't have to do any work. I can just kind of like go limp and then people like throw me around. Like, just use my holes. I don't want to do any work today. Exactly. It's like, I can be super fucking lazy, but um, yeah, I'm with my husband. So it's like, we have to do an equal amount of work. Yeah. You're like, oh, I actually care if you are enjoying yourself or not. And. Yeah, like, oh, I have to get on top. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. Oh. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> I, I would trade, you know, me doing all the work. <laughs> Every last <laughs> bit of it. Every last bit of it. Like, my, I've said this on air before. Like, the minute the stay-at-home order and bars reopen, I'm going to fuck the first person who will let me. That's like, awesome. I'm like, like I'm I'm terrified for the first person um I do like a scene with. Like what what will happen to them? Well, I I think it'll all depend partially on you and partially on what their quarantine situation's been like. Like, has it been some talent that's just been fucking locked up by themselves for this whole time? Yeah, then they might go harder on me, but um yeah, I definitely uh, want to destroy somebody. In all seriousness, it's been like really nice um, being in the house with my husband because like we get we get along really well, um, like most things. And then he's just like really fucking funny, and he's my best friend also. And um, like last night, it's like okay, we're having frozen pizzas and like watching TV like after we get done working, and we're petting cats like every day. It's really good. That's awesome, and like I'm happy that you guys aren't like fucking tearing each other apart and like in a happy, healthy, stable relationship. Cause it's not happening for, there's a lot of people that that's not happening for. Oh, totally. And like, I think, um, you know, if you normally like have a pretty, like, like isolation isn't healthy for anybody, but if you normally have like a healthy relationship, um, it's not going to suddenly like make you guys hate each other. I think the isolation, it, it, it exemplifies like, existing communication problems people have and yeah. um, like those day-to-day like grievances and irritations like roommate shit like like oh like she didn't do the dishes like again it's like that stuff is like magnified oh yeah 100 percent. i mean me and my roommate are keeping it we're, we're good most days but there's definitely been in the last month or so a couple times where it's just like really dude and he's been like what the fuck mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's good you guys can talk about it Mm, sure. <laughs> Might be passive aggressive notes and ignoring, but whatever. <laughs> there's there's some form of communication there. But I also feel like with actual relationships, it may be very different for people that like have really active lives, really busy lives that they don't spend a ton of time together. Mm-hmm. Like, you no, know, you guys are married, you guys are living together, but there are probably some couples that are definitely like normally have their own places. And, oh, yeah, or like they just happen to be like visiting one another and then they're like suddenly locked down together that happened to like a few people i know like um 
one person, um, he and his girlfriend have like a model staying with them because um, they do like a production. And so like the model is like quarantined with them, this like model they don't know. And like, she's pretty cool. So it's like a harmonious situation, but um, it could be really like, fucking uh, bad. Yeah. Like depending on who the model is or how crazy they are or like, um, and then there's some other people I know. They just had, had like a couple friends passing through town and then all of a sudden like the friends are stuck there. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely fucking nuts. I mean, none of us could have really planned for this shit. Oh, totally. Um, but I, I feel it's interesting. It seemed to happen like when a lot of people I know were like really getting in a good place, like business wise and financially and getting happy with like whatever moves they were making in life and everything just kind of um, got shaken up. Dude, I mean, almost everyone I know like had a fairly shitty 2019 to various mm-hmm. degrees. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, 2020 is my fucking year. Yeah, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Unless you're like enjoying in, in isolation and like, mm, I'm an introvert and I don't want to deal with people. This is heaven. But that's yeah, not me. I feel like those people, they like, they want to rub it in everyone's face. Like, oh, we're, we're under lockdown. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm pretty, like, antisocial, but, like, I still, like, create human interaction, like, face-to-face to some degree. Just because oh, I'm human. Oh, I know. I know. Like, when <laughs> you used to live around the corner from me, we used to get food all the time and shit. Yeah. That was nice. I really miss LA. Um uh yeah like i had like shoots get canceled and like there's an award show i was gonna go to in la and now it's like i don't get to see my buddies there i'm sad yeah yeah and i haven't been to vegas in a couple of years i gotta, I gotta roll come. Out. See the cats. i'll come see the cats i mean there's a whole bunch of people i need to visit there i mean i lived there for a couple of years it's just one of those things where like I haven't had an excuse to get out of LA like all the time. You know, 2019 was like the first year in over a decade I didn't leave the state of California. Like I didn't get on a plane. I didn't leave the state I was based out. Really? I can't yeah. imagine that. Yeah, well, as much as I used to travel, like yeah, didn't go anywhere. It's been really weird for me, like not constantly living out of suitcases. Because normally, like every weekend or like every few days, like I have to be like working in LA or I'm like overseas or something. And then I'm just, I never unpack suitcases. I'm always like taking some stuff out and putting stuff in, but it's always like there. And um, it, this is like the longest, like, uh, like I've consecutively like been home, like I think like ever. (laughs) It's a weird feeling, right? It's super weird. Like at first I was like uncomfortable because, um, I'm just somebody who never like really feels at home anywhere, but now I think I've settled into it and like I, I've gotten into a routine and the cats are really happy because I can pet them all day and they get extra cans of food. <laughs> like, who's this strange human that pets us and gives us food? I swear we've seen her before. Hmm. <laughs> I guess she's Stan. Yeah, Lance my little a- black cat Ripley. He follows me around everywhere. He's like so codependent, like even more than usual. Um, he's like, mom's in the kitchen. I have to be in the kitchen. He's so cute. 
That's awesome. So yeah. you said you're playing a bunch of video games. What are you playing? Okay. Um, Animal Crossing, of course. Of course. I'm not like as far along as everybody is. Like I don't have a whole lot of time to like play. Um, I'm also playing Skyrim on PS4, um, Oblivion on PC. Um, I have Star Wars The Old Republic online. It's like an MMORPG. Um, it's like really old. I remember like when it used to cost money to play and now it's like free to play technically, unless like you're a subscriber, you get extra perks. But, um, you know, I have like, um, uh, I've been playing that for years and like, I've done all different like character classes and stuff, but, um, yeah, right now I'm playing like Imperial agent, which is a really fun storyline. Um, and yeah, what else? Oh, I tried um, Breath of the Wild on Nintendo Switch, and uh, the controls are so different from, like, uh, I'm so used to, like, uh, Ocarina of Time, and um, uh, what was the one for Wii Twilight Princess? Or is, am I thinking of something else? I don't know. Uh, maybe? I don't know. I haven't I played. There's been so many, and I I used to play it on like Game Boy when it was like Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Time. Um, but yeah, I'm like, oh, Link has too many pixels now. Like I don't know what to do. <laughs> and um, like like I just like uh start up the game, and it's like, oh, take your Sheikah slate and put it on this tablet thing and all this shit happens and i'm like where is the chest with my uh, sword (laughs) right some old man's supposed to give me a sword and it's dangerous out there yeah where is the owl like i don't know what's going on but i think i need to give it more time and, and get into it and then death stranding um of course like i only got it because i have like such a boner for uh mass mickelson He's so handsome and so Danish, um, but the game is really fucking cool. Nice, nice. Fucking, I've been playing Fortnite like a fucking I child. Have, I never, I never got into that, but I've heard it's really good. It's not really good. It's just, <laughs> it's fun. Don't get me wrong, it's fun. Um, because I've started streaming recently like i'm a twitch streamer well that's awesome i'm scared to get into that because like um people it seems like people get mad at like whatever girls do on there like if you have like cleavage you're like a titty streamer it's like you don't have your boobs out you're like ugly and it's like it seems like people like make a lot of money on there like i know like sasha gray is like doing twitch stuff i don't know how to use twitch so i don't know how to watch her on there I um, walk you through it when we're not on air. It's pretty easy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she does on there. I don't know if she plays video games. I have a friend who she just like Twitch streams like her life. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I definitely met a woman in a bar when there were bars. Oh, I miss bars. Um, who just Twitch streams pretty much just conversations. Like that's she basically. Cool just chats at her followers yeah i don't know if like i would be good at twitch because like i used to webcam and i didn't really like it <laughs> like i can do it but the whole like talking to a chat room 
Like I'd much rather, um, I can do like one-on-one talking or like, I like porn because it's like, I only have to really interact with like the people who are there. It's not like a room full of like a hundred people who are like throwing like virtual monies at me that I have to like catch. True. True. I, because I'm not pretty, don't have that level of interaction yet on, on stream. So on Twitch though. Are people nice? I literally, I, I get a handful of people to watch me play video games and okay. literally like very few people actually chat in the chat room. I think part of it is because um, I'm playing on my Xbox and I don't have a webcam set up for my Xbox. Mm-hmm. So they can't see me. Oh, okay. They can only hear me. So it's like, I don't think is it as interactive as people would want. Oh, I see. There's, um, there's a lot more to it than I anticipated. Yeah. I mean, my plan is to, I need to build a new PC anyways, mostly for video editing. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm like, well, I'll turn this into my streaming box and like go whole fucking hog with it as long as i'm going to build a box box strong enough to actually do some real video editing on because the laptop that we're currently talking on um if i'm running more like four cameras on a multi-cam start going what the fuck are you doing to me freeze 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 like oh that sucks yeah like sometimes editing the video versions of this podcast on like the traditional three camera setup i have in my apartment Mm -hmm. takes fucking forever because the laptop's just struggling with you know running three cameras Oh yeah, I went through that for a while. I um, it was like maybe last year, um, two years ago, I finally got a new laptop. But I was like um, using like an early 2014 MacBook Air with like the bare minimum like RAM, like bare minimum like storage. So like to export even like a 10 minute clip, it took like hours and hours. And I'm like it really uh, fucks with your productivity because I'm like, okay, I can't do anything else on this computer until it's done thinking because if I open Google, like it'll get really angry at me. Oh, I know it. Like this laptop is probably a little old than that, but I've, you know, upgraded the RAM. I put an SSD in it, mm-hmm. but to render a two, two and a half hour episode of this still takes six, seven hours. Oh, yeah. Well, at least, like, you can upgrade um, your RAM and SSD. I remember, um, you know, my old, the MacBook Air, early 2014 was when you could, like, um, before they finally stopped, like, um, they made it impossible for people to, like, upgrade the solid-state drive because they started, like, soldering and everything in factory. So, like, um, I, like, put a new solid-state drive in there, and it was, like, you just had to like buy like a different screwdriver set, but it was like super fucking easy. And like, you could change the battery and all that. Um, but now it's like such a scam. Like you have to completely like ball out and buy like the maximum fancy computer, like in the store that day when you buy it, there's like no upgrades, like along the way. Yeah. And that's just fucking Apple's business model. And I mean, I'm an iPhone user. I- partially i partially hate it but i also it's like i have so much media bought through itunes at this point i can't jump ship oh yeah and then just like um compatibility with like other people who have like iphones and stuff like i like to be able to know when people are typing on iMessage i like being able to shoot content with somebody on our phones and then i just airdrop it to them um because fuck if you like leave a content trade shoot 
and they're like, oh yeah, I'll Dropbox it to you. Like most people forget you have to like, nobody wants to be that person like hounding down like, hey, can you send me that um, video of me sucking your dick? Like I never got it. It's just so much less awkward. Yeah, and they're like, oh, especially when they're like, oh, I haven't edited it yet, or blah, 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 like the normal bullshit excuses. Like, no, just give me the raw fucking files. Right yeah, it's so much fucking easier, like, if people just give me the raw. Like, I've, I've shot with, um, you know, a lot of people who've, like, insisted on editing things, and it just, like, it takes so much longer. And also, like, people don't edit the way, like, I want to edit stuff. Well, and especially if you have the exact same content scene. If they get it to market first, they just devalue your version of it. Yeah, like I want I want to put like my own watermark in it, like do different like transitions and stuff. Like, you know, especially or if it's like a multi-cam thing, like I want to use like different like close-up shots of like this and that thing, you know? Right, different angles. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember the days of like content trades, like you always rolled in with a hard drive. You're like, this is the hard drive, put this shit on it right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I've gotten like fucked so many times because like I've forgotten a hard drive or like um i've brought my my laptop but like we don't have a card reader and this and that and then like um one time i was like gonna go back to this girl's house to like get the footage like um a couple days like after we shot or something but then in the meantime she started being like really fucking like creepy towards me and it's like yeah we just had sex but it was like it's like borderline like a sexual like harassment like making me uncomfortable so i'm like okay i'm just not gonna go back to this person's house and get my stuff um and then like i i see like that shit online and i'm like oh like that's my content too but i don't have it but now it's like weird how is she making you feel uncomfortable she's like trying to date you afterwards or what yeah i was like oh like i want to like cuddle with you and do this and that and it's like we don't have that kind of relationship we did like a professional thing and it's like i love like women like before porn like even like to this day i've dated like more women than men like i'm I'm predominantly like uh uh attracted to women but i am like bisexual um, but it also like I was in a relationship at the time where I wasn't like romantically open. So I'm like, uh, okay, like that's, it's really weird. You're making me uncomfortable. Like you can, you can keep the porn we made. <laughs> I don't want to like go, go back to your house and get like, um, anything happening to me. Right. Even if it's just an awkward fucking interaction, like, Hey, yeah. so you want to go out to dinner tonight? Or like, nah. yeah, but, um, yeah. The the point of the story is like it's so much fucking easier and like less awkward in the long run to just like get your shit um, that day. Uh, yeah, that's one reason I love airdrop so much. <laughs> airdrop the shit to me right now, right here, so right good. now. But back to my original point, that's like why I use PCs for all my computing. Mm-hmm. that's smart I, I like having both like a gaming pc and then like um uh i have to have a laptop just because like i'm traveling so much and then um i do like a lot of editing like in hotel rooms like in my downtime so i need like something that's got like premiere on it and everything hey i mean i have a pc laptop but that's why i avoid apple products for the laptops because they're essentially just big fucking iphones with keyboards these days Oh my god, I had um the f- first recently like 
my MacBook, it like just wouldn't turn on for no reason. Like, and I had to have the motherboard replaced and like the battery was like completely fried. It was like the weirdest thing. It was like somebody like black magic sabotaged my MacBook. And like, I've had weird shit happen to me with like PC laptops before. Like I had a Toshiba where the hinge on the screen like literally broke and I had to like duct tape my screen like on the laptop and it like, it fucking worked at least. Um, you, gotta, you gotta stop being so mean to your laptop, Charlotte. I wasn't doing anything. It was just the natural motion of like repetitively opening and closing it over uh-huh. time it wore the plastic hinges down. There was actually I like, a cla- you, you weren't just a class action thing. Oh, okay, against okay. Toshiba for it <laughs> because um, a lot of people had the same problem. It was uh, fucking funny though. Can you imagine like you're like doing your homework and then like the fucking thing broke? I was shocked and appalled. I would be so mad. I'd be like, what the fuck? I was a hell of his. I would be so But mad. duct tape fixes everything, except MacBooks, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's also not a great solution for anal waxing. Just FYI. Oh, true. I was going to do a scene, um, and then I couldn't find duct tape, but I want to do one where I just duct tape my over my pussy. <laughs> so my pussy's closed, and you can't see it, and then I just use my ass. <laughs> Are you going to paint the duct tape a certain color, or is it just going to be the duct no, tape there? It's just a silver duct tape. It's it's less about how it looks and more about the statement it makes. Right. Nope, just backdoor only. Yeah, it's art. Well, you, for the next one, you should make a little neon sign that mounts like on a waistband. That would so, be a lot of effort for the bit, but I, I'm... The type uh, of person who does that kind of thing. I know, I know. <laughs> Could you imagine like an old school like diner sign with like a neon arrow pointing towards your ass on a belt? So like if you're on all fours, it's just beep, beep, like flashing neon sign to your be, butt. That would be really good. I did one scene once where um, uh, I had like a written in Sharpie, like, uh, fuck me. And it was like an arrow like pointing down to my ass. And it took so long to get the Sharpie off. But I was I was very committed to the bit then. See, that's why I appreciate it. you're always committed you. to the bit. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like the sharpie on your ass pointing your ass saying "fuck me" probably got some multiple uses. So it wasn't yeah, it's that, on brand for sure. It wasn't that big of a deal that it wasn't gone immediately. It's like, well, okay, fine. <laughs> the the best commitment though, um, there's this woman I worked with, Christy Black. Um, she's Czech and she's like really awesome. She has I love anal sex in cursive, like um tattooed above her ass is like a tramp stamp. And it's it's amazing, it's beautiful. It's in English? Mm-hmm. Always well, English is such a, like a universal language of, of business and also ass fucking. Um, <laughs> so it, I, did, I knew the business it makes part sense I didn't... to have an English tattoo. It does. I didn't know the ass fucking part of it. I did know it was like a fairly universal language in business, but hmm, makes sense. Ass fucking is kind of like business sometimes. Well, if I'm when I'm fucking somebody who like doesn't um, English is not their first language, and like we're having some communication problems, every time I say put it in my ass, they always understand. <laughs> so there you go. But are you giving them visual aids with it? No, I'm my face is in the pillow. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I bow to your expertise on these situations. Never, <laughs> never, never been in them. 
Yeah. No, I've never been in that situation on either side of it. Yet. Yet. I've definitely had sex with some women that didn't speak English, but no one turned around and like said, put it in my ass in English to me when they didn't speak English. There's a first time for everything. I was just thinking of yesterday, that time um, I was supposed to go to Cuba with you and then I couldn't go because I had an anal scene. You fucked up. You should have gone to Cuba. It was so much fun. I fucked up. And now I can't go to Cuba or anywhere. Right. See? It, it haunts me. Like, I got a lot of business opportunities, like, from doing that scene. And it, like, helped my career. But the the picture you sent me, like, with the pig. Yep. I was like, fuck, I should have gone. <laughs> I was so upset. Oh. It was a great trip. Mm-hmm. And I, I poorly murdered a pig. Well, I mean. I mostly poorly murdered a pig. I'm pretty sure, like, one of my friends actually, you know, actually did the coup de grace. Because no one, I've never butchered anything in my fucking life. No one told me I had to twist the knife. Oh, yeah. Well, now we know. Well, now I know. And, you know, I'm really bummed that that pig did not go quietly into the night. It's not as easy as they make it look in Apocalypse now, I guess. Oh, I mean, it was pretty easy to stab it. <laughs> But hitting the heart and twisting the knife, not so much. I mean, I I hit that pig probably six, seven times. Did it taste good, though? Oh, yeah, it was delicious. Fucking delicious. There's something about pig. I was um, uh, visiting some family over Thanksgiving in Louisiana. And, like, um, it was in a swamp. It was um, my husband's uh, cousin. And we're like, oh my god, what smells so delicious? And they're, I'm not going to imitate like a Louisiana accent because I would just butcher it. They're like, oh, it's just a pig. Like shot it this morning. Like, just for the audience at home, that's a very loud Lance Hart in the background. He talks so loud on the phone, so loud. He wakes me up every morning, but I love him. Um, but yeah, can you just? It, it was just like so fresh and so delicious, and like. I really like pork, but it was just like cool that um, it was like just a local, like wild pig that like lived in the swamp by their house, and like they, um, he like took it. It's like truly like living off the land, like really cool stuff. Hell yeah! See, you don't get too many wild pigs in Vegas. No, not so much. Though there is a big ass pig farm. Oh really? Oh yeah. So there's a in Vegas on the like up north side of town there's a huge pig farm up there oh, wow. that, and the pig farm actually gets all the buffet leftovers every day oh wow those are well-fed pigs oh yeah probably carnivores too is how much leftover bacon is there i'm gonna close the door one second no problem yeah holy fuck lance is like probably clear across their house and i can hear him pretty clearly so we have, um, it's like a pretty big house. It's like five bedrooms, but there's no carpet and it's like all hardwood. And then it's like kind of an open floor plan. So um, like the downstairs, it's like a really tall ceiling and like a wide open area. And then the upstairs is like kind of half of the house. So there's really like nowhere you can be where like you don't hear what anybody's or where you don't hear what anybody's doing. <laughs> Surprised you guys don't have a soundproofed room. Oh my gosh, I know we were just talking about that. Like, um, 
like uh whatever house we move into after this we need like um a room that's like just for filming um that's like also soundproof and um that would be nice for like music production stuff too if i continue with that just to have room for like recording and everything you should you should oh but back on the pig slaughtering thing Mm -hmm. i've talked about this on air but a lot of people give me shit got it Beer is making me very burpy. Sorry about that. That's good. Um, people are giving me shit. I'm like, how could you stab a pig? I'm like, you know, how are you going to eat meat and just pretend it comes shrink wrapped or comes on a fucking bun? Yeah, of course. Like, people forget, like, um, you know, that there's like a whole like, you know, slaughterhouse like situation and all that, and like a human has to like go and like kill the pig and butcher it and all that stuff so it, it's just hypocritical like i understand if people are vegans and like don't agree with like um animals like being killed for like nourishment at all like that's so, like totally like your thing and like i'm like a person who eats meat but like i recognize like where it comes from and like i don't know like morally like it doesn't bother me but like i'm like grateful for like the life it gave and like i am appreciative of that like i feed like fucking like mice to like my tarantulas and my snake and stuff i mean they're not live when i do it um and like i usually try to do frozen except with the tarantulas like and like the snake like you have to thaw it first but it's like i'm not like uh, there's no way for me to completely live like a vegan lifestyle anyway because like I'm, I'm feeding like insects like animals to like my my pets um and also like my cats have to eat meat and all this stuff so it's yeah. i don't know well life eats life i mean that's just what it is yeah. my my only regret about that whole situation as i said earlier is i'm bummed that the pig didn't go quietly into the night i am bummed that it had to suffer before it went yeah but now you know for like the uh, the next time like you um like kill a pig to eat like to make it like a diet quicker yeah and it's one of those things of it also would have been dishonorable like to our hosts because our hosts provided that pig for us oh that's really sweet well because the pictures they took of the place we were staying didn't do it justice so a couple oh, of the professional so photographers nice. with us were like we're gonna retake the pictures of the house through airbnb because we were not expecting a place that was as nice as what we got. Oh, the pictures um, I saw were beautiful. Yeah, the I looked nice on Airbnb, but it was a lot nicer in person. And so we took Are new pictures. Are you going to go back? I'd love to. I would absolutely love to. Cuba was such such an amazing place. That's awesome. I would love to go. Let well, me know next time you're planning another trip. Okay, I'm gonna make you come this time. Like, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring my husband. We'll eat, we'll eat pig together. It'll be really nice. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not gonna let you flake this time. Not gonna. <laughs> hold me to it. I will. I, I absolutely tried to last time. I'm like, don't, don't do it. I tried to give you. I gave you a lot of shit about that. I did. I deserved it. Um, I don't regret it. <laughs> that's good. Oh my gosh, I am. Um, I went to Costa Rica in February, and that was amazing. Tell me about it. I'm, I haven't been. 
it was so nice. So the first time I went, um, it was like a few years ago. It was for like a um, a Burning Angel trip. We were making a movie there. Oh yeah, I remember really that. Cool. That was super cool. Um, this time it was like um, uh, like a wedding anniversary trip. Um, with uh, my husband, we were celebrating our one year, and um, it was like my bucket list to like go into a rainforest. And every day we like ate amazing food, and like it was all really cheap and. Everyone was super nice, and we were at the beach, and I cut my foot open. I had to get stitches, so I couldn't go in the water after that. Oh, that um, sucks. But um, we went into, like, the rainforest at night, and, like, I was, like, limping around. But there were all these cool spiders. I saw so many spiders and scorpions, and um, I saw, like, Brazilian wandering spiders, which are, like, some of the most venomous in the world, and I took pictures of them. And then I saw, like, red-eyed tree frogs and saw snake and uh it was super cool there's a lot of ants and it was really hot and sticky uh but i liked it it was cool did you have any slots nice did you eat any ants while you were down there no not this time i ate a lot of like fried plantain and stuff nice i had giant i had uh giant ants while i was in Colombia. those were tasty that sounds good. Yeah, I've, I've eaten like mealworms and stuff before. I think um, I've eaten ants on like a separate occasion. I've eaten like scorpion before. Um, the thing I just can't get behind, like, so with my, um, with being an omnivore, there's like, you know, people are like, oh, like I'll eat a cow, but like I won't eat a dog because it's so cute. Like, that's how I feel about spiders. Like, I could not eat a spider. Like, it would break my fucking heart. Like, I see, um, you know, nature documentaries where people are, like, roasting, like, the tarantula over the fire. And I'm like, I want to fucking cry. Like, don't do that. They, You know they sell, like, freeze-dried tarantula for human consumption on Amazon, right? I know. I've seen it. I couldn't eat it. I was tempted to order it just because, just to, just to try it, but I didn't. I mean, I guess it's already dead, but um, it would just break my heart too much. But, like, I, I recognize it's, it's hypocritical in me. Like, I, I don't eat lambs because um, uh, it would hurt my feelings. Um, but, like, I, I I mean, we've been talking about eating pig. Like, I like pigs. They're, they're fucking cool, but they're also delicious. They are. They are. And I tried to be friends with that pig before, it, and it didn't want to be friends with me, so it had to go. Because <laughs> uh, when we woke up that Sunday... Like, they just had the pig tied up in the courtyard of the Airbnb. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, lying there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to say hi to the pig. And it started freaking out. Oh, I was probably so scared. I'm like, I'm just trying to be cool, pig. Like, I'm just trying to pet you. It Trying to comfort you. It, it must have smelled me. I was like, nope. You are going to fucking eat me. And you did. Well, yeah. It didn't want to be friends. <laughs> you had to go. Like I could have, I could have given you a pardon. I could have been like the pig escaped. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but you weren't cool, pig. You weren't cool, so you had to go. Oh man, I want to go back to Cuba now. Damn it! Me Damn too. it! I've never been, but I want to go. It's amazing. Well, it's just the beauty of no fucking internet. Just oh, off the grid. Really nice. Yeah, my phone became a camera for 10 days, and that was it. That's real good. Plus the Spanish architecture and just 
no Americana. There's no Starbucks. There's no McDonald's. There's no Burger King. There's none of it. Yeah, that's really cool. Like everywhere, everywhere I go, like even like, um, like former like communist like places and stuff. It's like there's some like um, Americanization, and it's like comforting. Like, like when I'm like in Prague and stuff, and like I see like the Starbucks on the corner, like the McDonald's on the corner, or whatever. I'm like. Oh, okay. Like, I know if I go in here, like, people will be able to understand me. But it's like, fuck, like, I don't, I don't go to Prague to, like, drink Starbucks. I go to, like, get ass fucked by, like, hot, like, uncircumcised dudes and, like, make money and stuff and see, like, weird shaped, like, communist buildings and, like, churches of bones and everything. Exactly. I, yeah, that's my thing, too. It's like, I never want to eat at a fucking American fast food place while I'm out of the country. I don't want right. to get- and like it, at least it's like different like KFC in Czech Republic is totally different from like KFC in America and like their Burger King is different and everything and it's like uh, some stuff is better and they have like different items so it's like at least different experience in in that sense but it's like fuck like why why eat that when you can eat like so many other places that like you don't get the chance to at home I agree and the thing about it is like I'm not opposed to eating fast food while I'm out of the country. I just want to eat like a fast food company that's based out of there. Mm-hmm. Like definitely while I was in Colombia, we went to the Juan Valdez cafe. Cause you know, I, I thought it was just a one-off thing. It's like, Oh no, no. Juan Valdez cafe is essentially like, Oh, it's like, a chain. Yeah. It's a fucking chain. That's cool. They're in malls. I'm like still going to go to coffee at the Juan Valdez cafe. Cause you know, it's hilarious to me. <laughs> well because it's like Juan Valdez he's like the face of like what fucking you know some fucking coffee brand at one point up here mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah but I'd rather just do that like hit local chains I mean I obviously would much prefer to hit local restaurants and like experience mm-hmm. the real culture but if I'm going to eat fast food I would or do a chain I want to do it like a, na- a local chain or a, a regional chain not McDonald's or Burger King even if it is different menu items Totally. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm thankfully ate right before we did this. I'm like, I had a client recording at 11 that went till like 1230. I'm like, I need to put food in me before I sit down with Charlotte. Otherwise I'm going to get real drunk. I ate too. I had cereal, but now I want chicken nuggets because I am in America. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your chicken nuggets is the question. Everywhere. Yeah, um, but what's the, what's the preferred nugget? Mm, it depends like i like um i like a wendy's nugget like a burger king nugget like a mcdonald's nugget um i don't know they're all like different like i i don't think i have a favorite i guess it's like whatever my husband like wants in the middle of the night like i know nuggets are like a safe bet because like the burgers from those places are also different like um really like wendy's burgers and stuff McDonald's burger just makes me feel like empty inside. I think As In and Out burgers uh, are my favorite, but they don't deliver. No Postmates for In and Out in Vegas? No. Do they have that in LA? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know if it's like they're not partnered with any like delivery companies or what, but it really hurts my feelings that I can't get um, an In and Out burger like delivered to me and I have to go there. Yeah, and 
I know they're not as bad in Vegas, but in LA, especially you know, you know where I live, the mm. fucking nearest in and outs are always fucking jam fucking packed. So it's just like fuck oh, that. It's so fucking busy. That was the worst thing about Hollywood. Like, if I wanted to go to fucking like Popeyes on the corner, it was fucking busy, and there'd be like people fighting in there and stuff. And it's like I just want my fucking chicken. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, and the worst part about that particular Popeyes is they're out of shit all the time. Oh my god, terrible. But that was like one of the few um locations in the area that had like mac and cheese as a side because it's not available at every Popeyes. I remember remember when the chicken sandwich came out for Popeyes? Yeah. I was like I was in LA at the time and I um was uh driving back to Vegas that day and like okay before I go um you know I'll eat before I leave. I'll have like a, a try this chicken sandwich thing. And then um, I was like in Inglewood and I'm like, okay, the Popeye's here is like, there's a line out the door. Like what's going on? So I tried like the next one, next one, next one. Finally, I'm like, I stopped at like one in Koreatown and like the line wasn't like too bad, but I'm like, why is it so fucking hard? Like to get Popeye's. And like, I, I know that was like a unique situation with like the popularity of that item, but like, um, all like the metropolitan locations for like Popeyes and stuff, and like the tourist spots, like fucking Hollywood, like everything is is packed. I couldn't get my errands done there, like walking to like Walgreens or CVS or like trying to walk down the street. First of all, the Walgreens on I think Sunset. I can't remember. The Sunset like, Vine one, the the big one. The big one, yeah. Like. Um, dudes would be like following me around and like harassing me and stuff and then um the cvs the line for prescriptions is always fucking long and then if you're walking anywhere on like hollywood boulevard like tourists stop you like hey do you know where the walk of fame is and it's like look around you it's everywhere see i have very different experiences in hollywood but that also comes from being a dude that is twice your size oh yeah i'm sure um but yeah, it's just, and it's such a weird feeling, like, walking outside of your apartment and, like, oh, I need to go to Western Union or whatever. And then there's, like, all these people around who are, like, they're so, like, overwhelmed by the experience of being there. They're, like, taking pictures of everything. They're standing in the middle of the sidewalk, and you're just a person trying to, like, go about your daily life and run your errands. I guess that's how, like, people must feel, like, living in New York, I guess. I don't know. I don't think there's many, unless you're in like fucking Times Square, I don't think there's many people stop in New York in the middle of the fucking sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess, um, yeah, in Brooklyn, like, that doesn't happen so much, but. Fucking Hollywood. Like, the Lower East Side, but. Fucking yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood fucking sucks. And then you tell people, um, or you're out of town, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Hollywood. Oh, that must be so glamorous and so nice. Like, no, it smells like piss. And I have to step over like 10 people, like on the way back to my building. I know. I and like then, that. It's like, my packages, Yeah. And then my packages get stolen all the time. <laughs> I think that was more your building than anything else. Oh yeah. That building. Uh, I, I still, um, I, I know like we both know a lot of people who still live there and I, I hear the, um, uh, the trials and tribulations of that of that building and the laundry room situation and everything. See, that, that's why I like my setup in Hollywood. It's like I have a nice apartment in Hollywood. 
you do have a nice apartment and your building is really nice and the roof is really nice. Yeah. So yeah, I have a nice spot and it's like, but oh, it's I, also twice as expensive as my apartment. <laughs> yes. Which is hilarious. Cause you easily make twice as much money as I do. Charlotte, I think Charlotte, oh, fucking zoom. We have a Charlotte. Hi, I don't know what happened. It just started like raining and like storming really bad here. Um, I'm sure you know how that is. Like when it rains in Vegas, it's used to live here. Like when it happens, like it fucking happens. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this. God's like, no, I'm gonna bathe you, motherfuckers, right now. Yeah, it's a torrential downpour, and then it's always really brief though. But then there's no trees, so the wind is always like really fucked up. But yeah, my internet is not working at all. I'm on my mobile hotspot. Holy shit, that is no good. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll wrap it up soon if my. Internet is being poo For sure, for sure. Um. Oh, so I was saying before we got frozen, like you make twice as much as I do, which is hilarious that I was in the nicer apartment. Well, back then I wasn't. I was, um, you know, uh, it's it's so strange living in LA as, um, and living alone as um, a porn person because. Um, I wasn't making that much off OnlyFans or my own content back then. And I was really relying on shoots and I wasn't like shooting that much in a month. Um, I wasn't making that much money. And then uh, like the cost of living like tends to eat up, um, you know, everything you make. That's how it was for me. Like when I was living in uh, the Bay area too, because it's so expensive there. Um, But even, I didn't, I didn't have a car. I didn't have like car insurance and stuff, but like the cost of Ubers and everything, it's like still like super expensive to get anywhere because honestly, if you're taking Ubers to the Valley, it will be more than a car note real fast. Oh yeah. Like I, I did it. Um, I like spreadsheeted it out one time and it's like, usually it was about the same on what I would be spending on a car payment and insurance per month and parking tickets because those are inevitable in LA. Um, But uh, yeah, if I was shooting a lot, like suddenly, like I remember one time I had to go uh, to Corona for a shoot and uh, the Uber was like almost $200. Yeah. Like not even worth doing the fucking shoot at that point. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, like to and from like, okay, that eats up, like, uh, a good, like, third of, like, what you would get paid for the shoot, and, like, that's, like, a car payment, like, in itself in one day. Right. Like, uh, maybe I fucked up here. Hmm. Yeah. But now, now, like, in in Vegas, like, the cost of living is better, and then I'm splitting, like, costs between my husband. We just do everything 50-50. But, like, what I'm paying, it's, it's about equal to what I was paying to like live in LA and like be miserable in like a studio apartment. No, I, I totally get it. Like mm-hmm. as I said, I lived in Vegas for a while. The problem, my problem with Vegas was as a single dude, Vegas sucks. Yeah. It's a rough town to meet new people in, in. It's really difficult because um, going to like a casino or something, um, you only really see tourists there unless you're like going to the movie theater in the casino where like the locals go. It's like, um, 
yeah like you and you hardly ever meet anybody who's from Vegas like I only know a couple people who are like born and raised yeah I only know a a handful of people that were born and raised there and of all the like all my time the the only people I met like maybe met a handful of people I didn't know that weren't in the industry and anyone I met industry or not was all through people I'd already known like I didn't Mm -hmm. like make a new friend anywhere (laughs) Yeah, it's it's super hard. Like, um, I try to get out there and do stuff. Um, uh, before it got so hot, I was like cycling a lot. But like the people you meet, like cycling, they're going very fast by you on the trail. And then if you're like at a rest stop and like you stop to talk to people, it's all like tourists who are like traveling. Like, oh, I just visited St. George, Utah, and like did a a bike trail there and now I'm doing this one like around Vegas and it's like okay but you don't really meet like too many local people like doing shit like we're, we're all kind of like in our own little circles like being weird oh yeah 100% I used to say that all the time it's like people that live in Vegas are very clickish because they don't expect you to stick around mm-hmm. yeah that's true but at least like when you do make manage to make friends in Vegas it's a lot easier to like call somebody and be like, Hey, let's get breakfast tomorrow. And like you do stuff versus like um, in LA, it's like trying to work with people or like make plans and stuff. It's like all of a sudden, like you won't hear from people and you're like, Oh, why won't this person like hang out with me? It's like, Oh, cause they live in the Valley and like, they don't want to drive or Uber like 30 minutes to me. 100% or it's unfortunately in LA, a lot of times people are, agree to do something until they're like something better comes along yeah that's there's that i think it's such a phenomenon with like west coast people uh something sounds good at the time so they'll agree to it or um they'll just tell you what you want to hear whereas i think like most of the people i know from like the east coast and like other parts of the world or the country who've like move to the west coast they'll like straight up tell you like oh no i'm busy tomorrow i can't like at least like they're honest about their plans or like you're like oh let's do this um scene together and then like they actually show up it's like, oh yeah i don't know hey as a chicago dude that's me it's like mm-hmm. and you know you know me if i don't feel like doing something i'll tell you i'm like nah i'm cool for sure it's like nah i don't feel like doing that like I miss Chicago too. I was supposed to go, I don't know if it's canceled yet, to Chicago in July um, for a Bauhaus concert. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I've, I've been like thinking about like Chicago food a lot recently. Um, I'm sure in, you, you've been here. Pizza Oven Grinder. I haven't been to that one. It's like um, they make like, it's like a pot pie upside down, but it's like a pizza. So it's like a deep dish pizza. That's like inside of like a pot pie, essentially. It's, it's fucking amazing and delicious. Are you talking about in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about in Vegas. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. There's like nothing like that here. There's like one deep dish place here that, um, there's three. I go to a lot, but it's like, there's three Oh, there's three. So, there's Amore Taste of Chicago on the west side. Yeah, I've been there before. They're pretty legit. Like, when mm-hmm. I was living there, that was the only spot. Then, all the way to fuck north in North Vegas, there's an Aurelio's. I haven't been there. I don't really hang out in North Vegas. 
I don't either. Aurelio's is an actual Chicago chain. So, and honestly, what you go there for is fuck it in the deep dish from Aurelio's. Their deep dish is just okay. But they have square cut tavern style, the Chicago style thin crust, which is fucking legit. So a couple times I'd both blow through town. I would drive up to North Vegas just to get that pie and then bail. That's nice. Because it's Vegas and it's like I can be anywhere in 30 minutes. Sure. I'll drive 30 minutes. Yeah, I love that about Vegas. And then there is a Giordano's on the strip now. I haven't been to that one. I don't really like eating on the strip. Of course not. No, it's it's super busy, but um, uh, yeah, I like that Amore place. I go there a few times. That's like the the one like I go to on like a, a semi regular basis. Um, I miss. Uh, I think I've been thinking about like Portillo's, even though it's like j- just pretty okay. But it's something about a hot dog. So there's a place over. Are you in Summerlin? Um, I'm south of Summerlin. Okay, in like Spring Valley. Silver, Spring Valley. Okay, so. If you end up at like Buffalo and Lake Mead in Summerlin, there's a place called Windy City Beef and Dogs that imports their oh. beef and hot dogs from Chicago. I've driven past there. I haven't been in. I'll have to go because um, Lance really likes hot dogs too. That spot, like my first apartment in Vegas, well, actually my only apartment in Vegas was literally like right behind that place. And I didn't know it until like I moved in. I'm like, you kidding me? Windy City Beef and Dogs is right here, like a block away from my apartment. Fuck Yes. That's awesome. I wonder if they deliver. I'm actually checking right now because I'm very hungry. I don't know if they deliver all the way the fuck down to you. I don't know. I'm like 10 minutes from Summerlin. No, they're not here. Yeah, who, know, who knows if they're even oh. open during the you know pandemic too. Uh, I'll find me a hot dog. But uh, Yeah, because there used to be another spot down in Henderson, but that closed down before I left town. Oh, there's no delivery. Sorry for getting your hopes up. Sorry. It's okay. Unless you know it exists now. Yeah, I do. Now I know where to go. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Like, actually, all the Vienna beef imported from Chicago. Sounds really good. Yeah, see, it's actually better than Portillo's, in my opinion. At least it used to be when I was there. And I have to settle for fucking Portillo's when I'm, you know, in LA. It's like, end up in Orange County, go to Portillo's. Oh yeah, that's true. They, I, I never really find myself in Orange County because I don't have work out there, so it's like, meh. Yeah, it was. It's a once in a blue moon thing. I'll end up in Orange County for some of them. Like, well, I'm in, I'm in Orange County, going to Portillo's, or I went on a date with a girl in Long Beach. I'm like, eh, Portillo's only like 15 miles out of the way. I'll go. That's good. That might have been a late night decision because the Portillo's is open till fucking midnight. So. Oh, that's good. So what else are you going to do with yourself in quarantine? Like, you're just going to keep on keeping on or? Keep on keeping on. Um, I'm going to get a nose job. So that's exciting. And Why are you, uh, why are you getting a nose job? Why? I was, um, I had an injury as a kid. So I have, um, I also have a deviated septum. So like, I, I pretty much only breathe out of one nostril. So we're like fixing that. And then um, my tip got like um the doctor was like showing me he's like oh here you have like damage here and then my bridge is like fucked up so it's fixing fixing things okay uh, since i don't have to be on set like um and like i don't care like if i you know i'm a little swollen or bruised at home like i'll just like put makeup on and still make porn like people just want to see my butthole anyway so it's like 
That's I was, fine. I was just making sure you weren't Jennifer Graying yourself. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not trying. I just want to look like myself, just like a little, like, um, repaired <laughs> and, like, be able to breathe better. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, uh, I think, like, people who, like, drastically change stuff, it, it, that's cool. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to look, like, a little different. I don't think, like, many people will notice the difference except me. Cool, cool. And at the end of the day, it's your face. Like, don't, even yeah. if you were like, I'm going to drastically change things and look like a tiger, I'd be like, okay, if that's really what you want to do. Yeah, tigers are pretty cool. Um, the, the lion face plastic surgery, though. Eh, eh. Yeah, I, I'm not going to, like, come out of quarantine with, like, double Ds or anything. I'm like... Just lips out to a fucking... No, no, no. The lips is something I, I don't think I'm ever gonna do it's i think it's cool it's it's become a bit excessive a little just a little a little just a tad i mean different strokes for different folks it's just not my thing but i respect it ladies if it makes you happy cool just don't do it because you saw it on fucking tv oh my gosh yeah well i think uh, i've seen some girls on twitter be like i see every other girl in porn like has their lips done like should i get my done and it's like yeah, if you want to, but not because everybody else does it. Like right, you shouldn't get like massive ass implants just because everyone else is fucking doing it. Do if you want to make changes to your body, do what's gonna make you happy, not because everyone else is fucking doing it. Yeah, and like when when it's a trend because everybody else is doing it, it ends up getting out of style like just as quickly. So it's at least like when you're true to yourself and like what you actually want like for yourself like that's like a timeless look and you have to be like so careful about your look especially in this industry because um you can miss up and then end up like with something that's not ideal like business-wise well on top of it like like, you're like oh this isn't like in in fashion or favor anymore and like i don't really like this thing i changed anyway like what do i do now well, and on top of it, people tend to overlook the fact that it's still fucking surgery. Yeah, it's really um, uh, scary. No, with my nose, like I thought about it a lot and like the pros and cons and like recovery time. And I think this is a good time to, since I'm stuck at home anyway, and I'm just like hanging out, like um, I'm not missing much and I'm, I'm going to be like able to like recover comfortably at home and like not miss out on like big scenes I could be doing for companies. Um, but yeah, I've seen like, uh, I know a lot of people who are like getting their um, breast implants removed because um, there's, you know, there's side effects to every surgery and some stuff doesn't show up until years down the line. I think that's not something people like necessarily think about or expect before they undergo a procedure like, oh, this could like make me sick in five years. Yeah. Or because it's a foreign thing in your body. 100%. Or you know heaven forbid botches and fucking like liposuction and other shit like that fucking happen people do die from it totally yeah it can fucking uh yeah it's dangerous and risky every time you go under yeah it's just people are those like oh it's no big i'm just gonna go under again I'm like Ugh. yeah oh, i'm scared it's so shocking to your body too it's a lot of stress yeah it's 100 a lot of stress it's like then especially, you know, just give it some thought before you do anything to yourself. I mean, I'm talking to the audience, not you. Obviously, you. Yeah. Like, 
give it some serious thought. Do you like, is your skin in your waist worth dying for? Yeah, it's, um, I know I've heard some horror stories about like, you know, not even like people getting like their butt done in like garages and like storage containers by like, um, like black market doctors and stuff. But, you know, you could uh, just as easily like have something happen to you, like a reputable, like world renowned surgeon. Fuck yeah. I mean, mean, that's how Kanye West's mother died. Yeah, it's terrible. And you don't think Kanye could afford the the best surgeons in the world? Right. You know, it it happens. And um, I'm somebody who's like really sensitive to anesthesia and, um, uh, the last time I had a surgery, like I had my wisdom teeth out like 10 years ago. Um, but I don't react well to it. So for like me to like make a decision to do surgery, it has to be worth the cons that are associated with the surgery. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad you'll be able to breathe better and not get damage fixed. Me too. Be good yeah, shit. If I can breathe better, I think I can, I can, um, suck dick better. <laughs> It goes hand in hand. Hey, you know, if that's the overall goal, not, you know, better quality of life or anything. Well, I guess for you, probably sucking better dick is better quality of life. It really is. It really is. And it's worth it for me. Uh, I should probably go soon and I got to eat something and then I got to get some editing done. Cool. Cool. Charlotte, it was always a pleasure. Where can they find you on the OnlyFans and all that fun shit? Well, thanks. It's always a pleasure talking to you, too. Um, I like catching up with my buddy. Um, I know. It's been too fucking long. It's been too long. I'll let you know. I don't know when I'm going to be <laughs> in LA again, but I'll let you know. Yeah, Lately, none of us it's know. Been like, it's been like for just a day, and then I shoot, and then I leave. Um, but yeah, so I'm on OnlyFans slash Goth Charlotte, and then I'm Goth Charlotte on Twitter and Instagram and everything. Awesome. Awesome. Everyone check out Charlotte putting things in her butthole. Check out her doing awesome work with her husband, Mr. Lance Hart, who I tried to drag on the show too, but he's on a media, media moratorium at the moment, I guess. Yeah, he's like overworked and um, busy. Like, it's like every day his, his publicist is like, do you want to do this thing? Do you want to do that thing? And he's like, oh, I have so many things. Oh, no, I'm just busting his balls. He got we he was so happy that we finished the scene we did yesterday because he has like no more like paid projects he has to do other than like his own working for himself. So he's like, Yeah, I'm done. Fuck yeah. That's such a good feeling. But I'm gonna let you roll, get some food. We will catch up soon. Yeah, of course. You know, send Lance my love and all that fun shit. I love. And until next week, guys. Drink up, motherfuckers. Stay safe in quarantine. Drink water. (laughs) Yeah, drink water. We got water.